Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving and on the old car radio. All right, let's do it. If you didn't cry seeing all of those players bawling during this song, you do not have a heart. Did you cry? Oh, no, well, no. I just could not believe how much the players were crying. It's an emotional song. Just a little bit, like, shot after shot, coaches, players, Mm -hmm. everyone just sobbing. Because Chris Stapleton has that effect on people. That was one of the most incredible versions of the anthem I've heard in a very long time. Mm. An emotional moment. And, I mean, it has been turned into a meme. Almost immediately, specifically like that else. coach. Yeah, <laughs> 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 ugly cry face. But I mean, yeah, it was a it was a Super Bowl for the ages last night, right down to the very last minute of play. Wow, what a game! Yeah, yeah. I gotta say though, I think that the Eagles got cheated. I, you know, How so if you didn't see that last call that the ref made, that essentially made the game. It meant that the Eagles didn't have another uh, a chance to drive the ball down like that. And the call was garbage. <laughs> like, now, was that Adam, your, your fiancé Adam saying that last night? <laughs> no, look, he was cheering for KC. I have been a huge Patty Mahomes fan and KC fan for the last couple of years, ever since he kind of got me into football. Uh, but the Eagles got cheated. Got robbed. They did, mm. honestly. That was a rough, like, it was such a great game. And the ref called it and called the game, essentially, in that moment. Yeah. I have a buddy of mine that was at the game last night. I was thinking last night to get him on the show this morning, but he's a Philly fan, and he's not happy about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Philly, Philly might have burned to the ground last night. Yeah. Like, uh... Oh, man. But uh, more importantly, what were you eating while you were watching the game? <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's so funny. Like, you know, obviously you're on Twitter, and people are interacting with the halftime show, with everything else. But, like, I think probably most people just want a food brag yeah. during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We I did a eating a lot of pizza. <laughs> yes, well all before weekend the game. long. <laughs> Started on Saturday, wrapped yeah. up on Sunday. Look, Stu ate so much he put himself into a food coma and he missed the halftime show. <laughs> yeah. I did. You took your turkey nap like it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> we did a big old uh, plate of uh, chicken, dill pickle, barbecue sauce nachos. Never heard of nice. the dill pickles on the nachos. It I is, enjoy uh, that. Possibly a rare combination, but I swear by it, and it's pretty much the only way that we do that. And then we also went out to the bulk barn and like stocked up on like a lot of sweets like chocolate covered pretzels and candy Mm. and all that kind of stuff yeah we had the nachos wings um like a little finger food trifecta sort of Mm -hmm, thing going on mm -hmm. my daughter made uh oreo cookie chocolate chip cookies like with like so much chocolate in them and yeah food coma for sure was it just for your family or did you guys have no just our family (laughs) just our family (laughs) i officially have to go into uh what what do you call that when you go on um a cleanse yeah, yeah. You say that every week, though, honey. <laughs> I officially have to go on a cleanse. That starts today. Lemon water. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right. Gather around the O'Reilly machine. This a fact I've been holding on to for a while because I think it's hilarious. Hopefully you will, too. Do you have Mr. Clean in your house? Do you have a bottle of Mr. Clean? Nope. Yeah, we do. But you're familiar with it, right, Janelle? Yeah, of course. The bald guy. Yeah. Did you know his name is actually, his first name is Veritably? 
Veritably? Yeah. That's a like name? That, that's not a name. What? Yeah, his, his first name is Veritably. What's his last name? Mr. Clean. What? Veritably Clean? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. Okay. Why Veritably? It's so random. Why can't it just be like Mark <laughs> or like something <laughs> like normal? Mark with a C or with a K? Uh, K- a K. Yeah. yeah. No. no, I'm just yeah. joking. I don't care. <laughs> um, why did they even bother giving him a first name if we just know him as Mr. Clean? What is well, it? I, I think initially they came up with the name, then, then they decided, you know what? Mr. Clean's easier to remember. Nobody will remember him veritably. What does veritably mean? Yeah. A... Is that not an actual word? Or Ver- Yeah, like veritable means like... What? Un- what? Imaginary? No. <laughs> now, now you've got me Googling. A veritable manner. All right, it's a useless fact. What do you give it from 1 to 10? 1 being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing, most fantastic useless mm-hmm. fact you've ever heard. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll give you, I guess, a 7 this morning. Okay, I'll take it. Angie? I guess I'll remember that when I take it out next time. Yeah. Start cleaning. Uh, I'll give you a 7.5. Okay. I'll squeak out a point five for you. So the scores, we go with 10, 0, 30, uh, weird, and 9.5, but you have to put your name, weird. Mm-hmm. Meathead's giving you a 9, oh, saying, wow. Uh, Sleepy Lee's 7, totally going to Google this, so mm-hmm. she wants to fact check you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number one favorite fan, my neurotic mama, gives me a 10. Thank you, Mother. Sleepy Lee's, let us know if this is uh, correct. It's a real fact. <laughs> <laughs> Bitterman sounds very familiar, giving you an eight. Oh, thanks. You might have done a, been a repeater. I mm. have never done this fact. Mm. Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. That is the definition of useless. So we give you, you a you. 10 this morning. Thank you. You're yeah. back in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, give, oh, that was the, the nine that you got. Okay. Debonair Don give me, give, giving me a nine out of ten for Veritably. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, the, this is interesting. The what? New Canadian says, the name came from a Give Mr. Clean a First Name promotion in 1962. And oh. they went with Veritably? Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the submissions? That came through. But. And, and continue the rest of the text? It just says, great fact, and you got a 10. Thank you. <laughs> he wanted to hear the 10 part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Clean's name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Veritably originated from Give Mr. Was Clean a Name. Was Veritably yeah. a popular name in 1962? Yeah, like, like why? What? Why would they go with that? It's Veritably Clean. Life. Yes. Hmm. Uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. A nine from Natalie. Thank you. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? She was going to bring out any special guests on stage with her, Rihanna, but uh, it turns out she just had one on board. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of did, yeah. So it was the hesitant question everybody had about three seconds into the performance, seeing this amazing red outfit with the zipper down and the belly, and we thought, is she pregnant? Is she not? And of course, everybody turned to Twitter, and nobody wanted to ask the question, but everybody wanted to ask the question. <laughs> uh, what it turns 
turns out, yes, it was confirmed after the fact. Her people said she was telling y'all she was pregnant again. And then I'm quickly doing the math. I'm like, wait a minute. Close. Wait a minute. It is very close. Yeah. So their baby boy was born in May. So she has to at least be four months now, judging right? by that bump. So mm-hmm. they got to business really fast <laughs> with a newborn like, at we home. We love this baby. Let's have another one. Yeah. So she now becomes the first pregnant woman to star in the halftime show. All right, so let's have it. What did you think? I was, uh, I liked it. I thought it was great. I really love the floating platforms. Like that was the, awesome. The epic yeah. intro of like, and the camera angles that we got to see as they were like floating. And I really love that. And now knowing that she was pregnant and she was I up know. there like, suspended, I'm like, Jeez, girl. Uh, well, she was anchored. She was anchored. Oh, obviously yeah. she would be, but still, like you could still. see those platforms yeah. swaying. Her dancers really like gave mm-hmm. it because she obviously was not dancing as much as, you know, you see some of these performers yeah. and, you know, no Super Bowl performer is ever going to win. So not every artist they invite is going to be someone that you have on your playlist at home. They have to change it up every year. But even if it is an artist that you love, they're not always going to play the songs that you want them to play. 100%. And if they dance too much, it was like, oh, it was over the top. It was too sexy. If they don't dance enough, it was meh. It was boring. So, like, you will never win. That is what I did like about this. There was nothing sexualized about this show at all. Well, she's grabbing things, but but, I mean, (laughs) like, her outfit and maybe that's because she was pregnant. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, when she made her first reveal of her baby bump, she just came right out in a sexy outfit. Yeah, right? <laughs> so. I know. I thought she was great. I mean, yeah. she's a, an incredible artist. And I mean, the fact that she did that all pregnant and the lead up and all the rehearsals when you mm-hmm. have to be sick and tired and all of that is... It was much better than her performance at Blues Fest in 2006. I can tell you that. Right. Okay. <laughs> but something else happened last night during the Super Bowl. Actually, just beforehand, we were talking about the Puppy Bowl, and it turns out uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are big fans of the Puppy Bowl mm-hmm. in their house. Their yeah. kids love the Puppy Bowl. It's their Super Bowl. And they were showing their spread, the food that they were having. And then, lo and behold, Blake's just standing there posing with Ryan and his mom. With no baby bump. Mm-hmm. Apparently that baby's out. Yeah, like a couple days ago, or we don't even know, or just... She does not look like she had a baby a couple days ago. <laughs> no, she does not. Blake, lively. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but apparently now they are officially a family of six. What a way to announce it, though, eh? Just yeah. casually. Here, here's yeah. our food. Just watching the puppy bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had a baby. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Step and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Imagine you win one of our password pair Paradise trips were given away. Your significant other is going with you. It's all set. And then you break up before you take the trip. <laughs> this actually <laughs> happened to one of our listeners. We're going to get to Lorianne's story in a second. We'll tell you what she did in this situation. But first, we're getting into this topic because of this viral story about this couple who are very stubborn. Broke up before their trip to Bali, but decided to go on it anyway. Yeah. And um, apparently they weren't on good terms. No. And I think that's important to state that they were not amicable in this breakup. But I mean, a trip to Bali, we're not just talking about a trip to the Caribbean, which would be a little more affordable. Like Mm -hmm. we're talking going across the globe, bucket list, uh, destination. And who knows, like, I mean, the price tag that would go along with something like that would be significant. And it's non-refundable, which is also important to say. So they had broken up seven months before the trip. They decided they're both going on it anyway because each the other one doesn't want to give up their spot. Each the other one doesn't want to sell it to the other one. They both want to go. So they go on this trip anyway and then document it, of course. And all of their videos are going viral because they are very uh, contentious with each other. Like, fingers up 
open the whole thing. <laughs> you would think after seven months, there might be a little bit of healing time there. No. Um, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Could you do this? So, like, imagine you break up your exes, mm-hmm. you have this trip, would you go? Yes. Totally. You would? Totally. As long as there's an all-you-can-eat buffet, I'm there. But I'm going to go ahead and assume that there's probably not an all-you-can-eat buffet in Bali. Like, I think this is, like, a little more of a romantic trip that was planned. Yeah. <laughs> but if I know there's food in Bali and, like, nice places, like, I go. He would still go. And yeah. just 100%. do your own thing. 100%. Okay. I'm thinking the same thing, to be completely honest. Bali is a bucket list item place for me to go. I've looked mm-hmm. into how expensive it is, and um, I would absolutely go. And I think the thing is, is that you can try to spend the least amount of time with that person as possible. You're sleeping in the same room. Sure. But like, you know, if you just, you know, you start your day, you go your separate ways and you, you know, you enjoy the island on your own Mm -hmm. and you decide, hey, I'm going to be on the beach today. You go somewhere else. Yeah. Or something. I'm thinking that's a long flight sitting beside <laughs> each other. I'm thinking that's change your seats. Get get someone sit yeah. in the front of the plane. Someone sit in the back of the plane. Yeah. Um, because you can't transfer a flight. Like no. you you can't once your your name's on that. I think it's nearly impossible you're, you're to change in. the name of that. So I am so cheap that I would go and have a miserable vacation in Bali with an ex rather than not go. Yeah. See, I would take the hit. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm sorry. I'm not going. At least you're honest. No amount of money is worth it to me. They're an ex for a reason. It did not work out. That holiday is not going to be what I imagined it to be. I'm going to be miserable the whole time. I'm not like one to just go off and adventure all by myself, especially Mm. like a place I've never been. And I would just not want to be with them. So I would just take the hit. And I, or I would like try to sell it on Craigslist to some weirdo (laughs) and send them in my place. I'd be like, sucker. <laughs> I couldn't do it, though. I don't think I, I'd be miserable the whole time. Uh, but we are going to get to Lorianne's story because she lived this. And it was a trip that we gave her. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that, that she had to go on. So oh. we'll talk about uh, how she got through that coming up. It sounds like something out of the movie, but it has happened to some of you or friends of yours you book a vacation, you're dreaming, you're planning. Next thing you know, you break up before you can even go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a rom-com waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we're asking you, would you still go on that vacation uh, if you and your ex broke up? Like, I mean, if it was non-refundable, which was the case for this one couple that did it anyway, and they've been documenting their travels, but they weren't willing to each give up their seat. So off they went. <laughs> And Barb says on her Facebook page, not even if it was an open bar 24-7, she would go. Mm. She would go. <laughs> a lot of you are saying no. No surprise to that. Yeah. Irma says, no way. Too many possible crimes waiting to happen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> God. That sounds scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like we said, some of you actually have been through this yourself or you know friends who have. And I want to bring uh, Betty's friend up. <laughs> she said her friend called off the wedding on the day of the wedding. Oh, And that couple, who had obviously already planned and paid for their honeymoon, still went and honeymooned together after she called the wedding off. Oh, my God. (laughs) Could you imagine? Nope. (laughs) After somebody broke your heart, like, and just destroyed you that day. And um, the family's pissed at this point. Because it's the day of. She says, much alcohol was involved by the sounds of it. It would have to be. And she said, I would absolutely never do that. I would never go on vacation with an ex. I mean, a lot of you have said that actually you are open to this and Mm -hmm. have done this because 
because you have really great relationships with your ex. There's a lot of co-parenting situations, mm-hmm. and they go traveling with the kids together. There's Shannon, who said that she actually brought her ex-husband on a trip while she was married to someone else because they're still friends. Like, what? Oh, that seems bizarre. That is an accommodating new partner you have, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> but uh, Lorianne actually won a trip through us. And a lot of you are trying to win these passwords paradise. She won a trip through us uh, years ago when we were magic. And she won an Alaskan cruise, she says. Okay, very cool. I don't remember giving those away, but hey. Uh, And they broke up before the Alaskan cruise, but they decided they were going to go together anyway. In the end, she says, it wasn't good. (laughs) But it also wasn't horrible. Yeah. So it was somewhere middle of the road. I mean, on a cruise, though, at least yeah. you can get lost on that boat. Yeah, totally. but on a cruise, though, those cabins are pretty small. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, but you're so hammered, those, you don't care. No, <laughs> like at least at a res, like a, at an actual big resort, like you got a king size bed. You could you could sleep on that yeah. bed and not even know someone's there. Yeah. In a cruise, those yeah. cabins are tiny. That's true. Oy. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, she didn't go into detail about the not good part. And yeah, <laughs> maybe that's for good reason. <laughs> she survived to tell the tale, though. There's that. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, that red flag is still flying on the Rideau Canal Skateway. Conditions not looking good for the world's largest skating rink. Environment Canada says it's a slim to nil chance of it opening. I mean, we have eight degrees coming on Wednesday, they're telling us. But God love the NCC. They have not pulled the plug yet. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't called it yet. Of course, it was closed for the second weekend. But what is good news, though, is that residents and tourists were still out in full force this past weekend. They said they saw above average numbers of people uh, like at the snow parks, at the you know the ice sculptures, like fifteen thousand people went to Snowflake Kingdom, which is great. I could Holy hear crap. them across the. I could hear them. They were yeah. yelling, screaming, having a good time. You could hear the music and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They. I mean, yesterday felt like a spring day, and I think that maybe you know. It's hindering all of, like, the ice sculptures. We can't go skating on the canal, but we have snow. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. It's like that's maybe why people are out more, because it's not minus 30. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's (laughs) it. I mean, obviously, some disappointed tourists who only came here to skate the canal. They were talking to one family who's come all the way from Brazil (gasps) to skate the canal. That is an open. They can rent ice at one of the arenas. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Go to the rec center. Uh, So this is quite alarming. And there is one food that is accounting for almost a third of childhood burn injuries. So researchers have been looking at data of pediatric patients coming in with scald injuries. And they have found that a whopping 31% of those childhood burn injuries are caused by ramen noodles. Really? Instant noodles. Yes. So you just throw them in the microwave. How how is that? Oh well, usually you boil the water and put them oh, in. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like like soup like, in a cup. Yeah, no, 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 like the ones that come in the package uh, that you have to add the salt yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of that. So they said that this was actually shopping, shocking to them. They're surprised by like the sheer magnitude of the problem. They didn't expect one item to be the cause of such significant. You know, childhood burns. Thirty one percent. Yeah, from ramen noodles. I don't think I I eat them dry. I know. What? <laughs> the crunch. What? You're weird. Yeah, you would crunch them up yeah. and then you'd toss oh. the saucer on them and like everyone. It was like you're eating popcorn or something. I don't know. Oh. It was just a, it was a thing at yeah. my school and that's how I ate them regularly. Did you not have water in your school? <laughs> well, apparently you did it the safe way, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, just put that on your radar with your kids cooking at home. Apparently it's uh, not good. And that's what's trending brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group.
It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. I think we should, we, we should rename this contest to the contest that Stu never wins. <laughs> <laughs> Who's made the cut today Accurate. on Word Wars? Uh, today we have on the line with us Sean and Mina. Stu, you are up with Sean first. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Stu. I got your back. Don't worry. We, we got Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, brother. All right. Choice categories, please. Well, I want to say thanks to Anna Jackson, who sent in our categories this morning. Things that fall from the sky or things you can go down. Uh, what do you like, Sean? From... Hello? Yeah. yeah, you there, Sean? Yes. Okay. Which category do you want? Uh, fall from the sky. Okay. Three, two, one. This is white, and we have a lot of it right now? No. Yes, and you blow these up and make, like, animals out of them? Balloons. For kids' parties? Yes. And in the fall, we rake the? Wet leaves. Yes, and um, uh, it's not snow, it's the wet stuff. Rain. Yes, and it's light as a, uh, birds have these on their skin. Yes, and, okay, and, uh, oh, man, it's uh, the explosion this morning sounded like a big bang, uh, like it's falling from the sky. What's falling from the sky? (laughs) Meteor. (laughs) Meteor, yeah. You did well. Meteor. Yeah. Okay, so you guys did pretty good. You guys got four. Not a bad score. Or five. How how is that four? You guys got five. Snow, balloons, leaves, and rain and feather. Yeah, five. Five. All right, so hang on the line, and we'll see how that holds up, Sean. Okay, and then we go to Mina. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we have to beat five. We can do that, okay? 100%. 100%. Oh, I love the confidence. All right. So our category again is? Uh, things you can go down. Down. Okay. Ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. At your house, you go down these. You're going down. Stairs. Yeah. Uh, kids go down this fast at the park. Sled. Yeah. What? Yep. Sled? Said it. No. Oh. Hill. No. Like when you went at the park, you're going down the? Very fast. Down. A big yellow... A water. Oh, park. Oh. A slide. Yes, yes. good. Uh, you push a button and you go up in this in the building. Elevator. Yes, BC has these. You ski down them. Big, huge. Hills. No, um, bigger. Uh, a ski hill. Mountains. Uh, yeah, mountain. Doesn't matter. Oh, my God. You gave him a win, Nina. Uh, <laughs> did I win? I thought she said slide, but she said, she said sled. sled eh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, that doesn't sound were like slide. You word for like 15 seconds. Oh, no, we should have just moved on. Oh, my God, actually won. Yeah. Sorry, Mina, play again, though, okay? I will. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Sean! We did it. We did it. <laughs> you did it, man. You got me back in the wind first time of the month. <laughs> awesome. Nice, brother. What's up? Well, we talked about uh, going down the mountains to go skiing. You've just got yourself a four-pack of uh, passes to Mont Cascades. So Perfect. to get your lift tickets and season passes, check out montcascades.ca slash ski, and uh, you can enjoy some time on the slopes before it all melts. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. You know what today is, everybody? Today is World Radio Day, and we're asking you, how do you consume us? Like, how are you listening to us right now? So many different ways now. Yeah, things have really changed. I mean, uh, from when you could only ever tune into us on an actual radio, now you can get us on the internet. Now Mm -hmm. you can get us on an app. There's 
plenty of ways to take the TV. Us. Yeah, and nope. and you don't even have to be in Ottawa to listen to us. That's right. There's a lot of you who are not <laughs> that listen from your vacation homes, listen from when you move away, and all of that. But uh, it is quite actually interesting just to get like a scope of this because we did ask you on our Facebook page today, like how do you listen to us? And a lot of you posted the actual radio you yeah. listen to us on, and a lot of people are holding on some old tech <laughs> <laughs> where the ears just have to be like just right to get the signal. It's got to be placed in a certain spot in the house probably oh gosh some of these i'm looking at these going oh my gosh i remember that in my living room in like my <laughs> house growing up that had the wallpapered walls and the orange carpets like oh, these are wow. some old radios we yeah. have an old digital radio that we had installed in our previous house we had it moved to this house and it sits under the counter and i love it oh yeah you have oh, that thing. Yeah. one of yeah. those ones my yeah. sister has one of those in her house it came with the house when they bought it and she loves yeah. it too Did his, does it have like the the roll dial like tuner bar no it's that, digital like, Oh, it's oh, digital. It's digital. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Some people still have those roll bar things. Yeah. I got to say, though, like on a day like today when what's happened in our city with the explosion, um, it just reminds me of like how great radio is yes. and how it can serve the community so well and so mm-hmm. quickly. 100%. It was, you know, minutes after that explosion happened, we had people texting us already so that we could share that information. And then, you know, you guys... You guys are like little mini reporters out there for us. Yeah. But then instantly, like doubling down, sending us the video so we can yes. visually see it as well as hear it and all of that. So, I mean, it's it, it, it's come a long way, radio, from mm-hmm. the days that you would just like be on your phone, rotary dialing over and over to try to get a hold of that DJ mm-hmm. and request that song that you wanted and, you know, <laughs> getting the busy signal <laughs> over and over. But now you can get us whenever you want. But so. radio is the original social media. Yeah. It is. Yeah. If you think about it. No, but totally. it's true, though. Um, but even, like, little kids, like, I mean, now with the inv- invention of the smart speaker, like, I remember when my son was as little as two years old, he could come in the kitchen, and we were a different name then, but he would come in the kitchen, and he'd be like, hey, Google, play <laughs> play Magic 100. <laughs> no, he would call it the magic. Hey, Google, play the Magic 100. <laughs> and it would work? Yeah, it totally would work. It would come on, and he would, you know, like, reward oh. him, and it's funny, because, like, you guys tell us too like we'll be talking to you and we'll be like hey google or okay google and we're setting off your smart speakers yeah. and all of that mm-hmm. so let's try it right now hey, hey go- google, google play move Man 100 <laughs> <laughs> get everybody tuned in move mornings with stuntman Stu, angie and janelle on move 100 what's trending is your workplace looking a little lean today mm-hmm. that could be because it's what they call super sick monday <laughs> So that's when mass, oh, yeah. mass amounts of employees take a sick day following the Super Bowl. Super sick Monday. You know what happened last night? One of Adam's, um, you know, employees that works under him texted him and said, yeah, I'm not going to make it in tomorrow. Ah, uh, in the middle of the game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And so he was supposed to work the late shift. Now he had to wake up early and do the oh, early shift and cover. And I was like, boo. very suspect. That's I, a was weak. Very, I was very tempted to do that, but I fell asleep <laughs> early. That's a weak move. <laughs> Someone who is probably feeling a little sick to her stomach last night is Donna Kelsey. So this mom Aww. happened to have two, uh, two ones in the running on either side. So her sons, Travis and Jason, one plays for the Chiefs, one plays for the Eagles. So mom showed up to the game in a half and half jersey. So half of it black, half of it red. She's wearing each of their logos, even on her shoes too. One black shoe, one red Aww. shoe, yeah. each with her son's numbers and logos on each foot. But, you know, they said, like, what are you going to do in that moment when someone wins and someone loses? She goes, well, I'll definitely be down on the field with whoever the 
winner is, which she was. But then the sad photos of her, like, also comforting her son who lost. And he's, like, in tears in her arms. And she's, like, trying to celebrate and console each in their big moments. But, um, yeah, that had to have been a a tough position for her to be in last night for sure. Big time. Speaking of moms, Rihanna announced she's a mom uh, again last night at the halftime show. What a way to do it. What an epic (laughs) way, right? I mean, these gender reveals are getting out of hand. (laughs) So she, uh, yeah, she took her moment. So she now goes down in history as the only pregnant person to ever perform the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, So that was kind of cool. How long ago did she accept this? And did she know she was pregnant when she accepted? Well, and she said it could only be now, right? When they asked her. And I guess that's why. Because, uh, you know, uh, she would have been... You know, just very newly, maybe like this, like yeah. because she's got to be at least four or five months. Yeah, judging on that bump, um, and to be announcing it right, she's got to be past three months at least. And then so. everyone was trying to do the math. Like her son is nine <laughs> months old now. Like that happened really quickly for them again. And someone else who took the Super Bowl to make a big announcement, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, posted a photo of them, she and him and his mom, uh, enjoying the puppy bowl with their kids. And Blake did not have a bump anymore. So. Turns out they had that baby. <laughs> uh, they are now a family of six. And wow. uh, yeah, so that quiet, Four girls. That quietly happened. What a way for her to do it, too. I eh? just like, hey, here's me. Oh, yeah, I don't have a baby in me anymore. So subtle. Yeah. Rihanna doing the extreme and then yeah. her doing it like the very like, subtle. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello? Vanessa Howell? Yes? It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Vanessa, you're, you're going, going to Beach and Turks and Gagos. Are you serious? Absolutely. You are today's winner of an all-inclusive trip for two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. Were you expecting this call this morning? No. Well, if you've been following our socials, you know that this resort has everything you could dream of and so much more. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've been following along. Yeah. Okay, Vanessa, the big question. Who are you taking with you? I will have to bring my husband (laughs) for sure. Okay. Have you ever been to Turks and Caicos before? No, never. Okay. Well, where's the furthest place away that you've ever been with your husband? Well, when we were very young... Before we were married, we went to South Africa, which was pretty pretty cool. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, there's no drafts, no lions, no seals, but they do have these little tiny lizards that are literally like all oh, yeah. They're so super cute. They just kind of <laughs> dart around. They're yeah. adorable. <laughs> Vanessa, you're going to love Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. Congratulations. Woo-hoo! Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I got the feels. And it feels Good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, little, little Jamie Moore was given only a 10% chance of survival when he was born, weighing just one pound, eight ounces. Oh, my God. So Jamie's mom, Lorraine's placenta, stopped working at about 20 weeks. And the baby, of course, was no longer getting any nutrients to grow. The doctors warned her that uh, the fetus would not survive if brought to term. So they decided, no other option, to deliver the infant at 28 weeks, despite that very low chance of survival. So Jamie, though, has defied the odds. They ended up bringing him home three months later after he was born. And today, at four years old, he is labeled a, quote, prodigy 
and Jamie can do math in six different languages. Oh what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they happened to notice he was extremely clever just before his second birthday. He I'll say. was watching a show on YouTube and the character started counting in French. He switched the show off and then just continued counting. <laughs> like just <laughs> self-taught. And mom couldn't believe it. She tested it out. She got him onto other programs. Spanish, Japanese. He started counting in those languages too. He also can count in German and Mandarin. He apparently has a photographic memory, reading and decoding words way beyond his age, completely, again, self-taught. So after all this, uh, you know, in the in the beginning, she was told that he was either going to have a severe disability or learning difficulty. You think, yeah. 10% chance of survival. Just goes to show you, don't always take everything at face value. So he is also, she says, incredibly funny, though, and articulate and affectionate and humble and is completely unaware of how fantastic he is. Aww, <laughs> how sweet. And in fact, with all of his unique abilities, mom is hoping that he goes into the STEM field or maybe, like, solves some incurable disease one day with his, like, amazing brain. Turns out when Jamie grows up, he just wants to be a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good time. Honestly, though, that's incredible. That is just like, that's like more than best case scenario. Yeah. (laughs) Defying those odds, it's always possible. And that's all the feels on Move 100.